The Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, Episode 35. Turn your unique approach into powerful positioning for your coaching, consulting, or speaker business. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast, the show that helps you position, pitch, and profit from your brand. I believe the chaos and confusion around what branding is, why it matters for your business, and how to translate your brand into profit leads to overspending on marketing, underperforming businesses, and overwhelmed leaders. Stay tuned to discover how to position your brand in the market, pitch your business with purpose, and profit from a life-giving brand that blesses you and your customers. Welcome to this episode of the podcast as we continue to take a look at how to position your coaching, consulting, or speaker business. I was just talking with a friend literally this past week, and this came up yet again, how important it is to position your business. This friend had a upcoming podcast interview on you know a fairly large podcast. We were chatting a little bit. My friend was like, hey, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity when I'm on this podcast to kind of, you know, promote something, connect with the podcaster's audience, you know, because when you're a guest on someone else's podcast, it introduces you to their audience. So he was asking me like, hey, I was thinking about, you know, doing this or offering this or directing them here. And so we just had a short conversation about what my friend wanted to offer and how that related to the rest of his business. And it was just clear to me as an outsider looking in, and it usually is, that there was just a lack of positioning. He wasn't quite sure the answer to those three Ps that that we've been looking at over the last few episodes. So a few episodes back, We took a look at the three P's that you need in order to begin to position your coaching, consulting, or speaker business. And this would apply to other personal brands as well. But you need to know the people you serve. That's P number one. Number two, the product you offer. Okay. And then number three, the process you use. So that's what we looked at back in episode 32. Go back and check that out. That will give you kind of some context as to what we've been looking at on the last couple of episodes. So we said you got to start with the three P's, the people you serve, the product you offer, the process you use. You need clarity around that. And we said, okay, well, when if you're looking to position your business, when do those three P's kind of come in handy? Well, certainly when you're starting a new business. So if you're starting out as a coach or consultant or a speaker, then you need answers to that. You may not have them right away, but that's what you're beginning to, uh, you know, kind of search out and look for to begin to position yourself. But you also need them anytime you pivot your existing business. So if you're a consultant or a coach or a speaker, maybe you've been at it for, you know, a year or two, maybe three or four years, and you're kind of moving, you know, you've, you've worked with a number of clients and you're kind of even niching down even more, either around a kind of subset group, a different group, kind of a group within the group that you've been serving, or maybe it's a product you 
you offered several things and now you're really honing in on on one or two of the things instead of maybe you did five or six or seven or 10 different things. So anytime you're pivoting your existing business or when you're launching a new revenue stream around a, you know, kind of new product or service, usually, you know, that's a bigger product or service. Like, hey, I've not done this before, but I'm going to start doing masterminds or coaching groups or selling a high ticket product or sell a, you know, high ticket event or something like that. So anytime you're starting pivoting or launching a new revenue stream, then you need to know, okay, for this, who are the people that I'm going to serve? What's the product I'm going to offer? And what's the process that I'm going to use to deliver that? And then in episode 33, we said, well, a lot of times, particularly when you're starting out, like there's just not a whole lot of clarity around there. And so for some folks, they they know the people they want to serve, right? They've got clarity around who they want to serve. And so in episode 33, we looked at if start to explore who you serve first, if that's clearest, then start there. So if you have the most clarity around, I know that I want to, uh, you know, work with fill in the blank, right? I know I want to work with entrepreneurs. I know I want to work with, you know, parents of teenagers. I know I want to work with uh, entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or fill in the blank. I know I want to work with copywriters, whatever it is, right? If that's clearest to you because you're like, hey, that's my tribe, that's my people, then you start there. So we looked at that. And then episode 34, we looked at, well, what if you have the most clarity, not around the people you serve, but the product you want to offer? That could be like the topic or the subject or maybe even the discipline, like I want to offer marketing or I want to offer you know, branding or design services, or I want to, you know, offer a podcasting help, or I want to offer, you know, uh, I want to talk about mindset or neuroscience or something like that. So if that's what you have the most clarity around, not the people, right, but the product, like that's, that's what I want to begin to build a business around, then you start there and move to the other two. You start there and then think about the people and the process. So that's where we've been the last couple of episodes. And today, so we're going to start with, there is the occasion where the people you want to serve isn't, maybe it's a little bit fuzzy, right? Because that could be so many people. The product you want to offer, maybe that's too broad for you. And you're like, man, I could do this, or I could do that, or I could go this direction with it, or I could go that direction with it. For some of you, the process that you use is most clear to you. And the most basic kind of way to start here, if this is you, you know, how you're going to do, go about doing what you do can at times be the most clear. Now, if this is not you, you're like, how in the world would that be the place where somebody would want to, to start? Well, if you don't know who you want to serve, because it like I could do it with anybody. If you're not sure exactly what you want to go after product wise or kind of subject or focus wise, some of you know, I know what I'm best at and that actually fits in the how. That's the process piece, right? So the most basic place you can start sometimes is how you're going to go about doing what you do. And here is a few examples. You might say, right, this is you, if you would say, you know, I help people the best or I seem to be able to provide the most hope to folks when I 
dot, 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 fill in the blank, right? When I teach, that's how you help. When I coach, that's how. When I speak, when I write, when I research, when, uh, when I integrate or create systems, when I consult, right? So for some of you, like something that broad would just help finally begin to bring some positioning and clarity in your own mind. So that is one of the most basic places you can start is, hey, I help people the best or I seem to be able to provide the most help when I fill in the blank kind of with the, the you know, the, the activity, teach, coach, speak, write, podcast, research, you know, integrate, consult, okay? So that is one place you can start to position yourself when the process is the easiest place. It's easier for you to nail down than the people you want to serve or the product you want to offer, okay? So if you're like, dude, I'm still lost, I still feel like a deer in the headlights, then maybe you try starting here, right? I help people the most when I fill in the blank. And that's usually something where you've gotten feedback from others. I love it when you, right? That's what you've heard. And you get energized, right? So you're energized by doing that activity. So I have, for example, I have a friend who knew that he wanted to start speaking. And that was about it. He didn't know exactly who he wanted to go speak to. Okay, that would be the people question. I mean, he literally had no specific idea. And number two, he didn't even yet really know what product, right? In his case, what topic he wanted to kind of specialize in or focus on. He just knew, hey, I want to go speak. I want to speak in front of groups. Right. That was about all that he knew. But at least that began to position him so that he knew what kind of business he wanted to move into. And then it was easier to build the rest of that out from there. Okay. You want to go speak about what topic? And we listed several topics. We narrowed that down some. Okay. Who would you want to go talk to, you know, this topic about? Uh, In his case, he could have talked to essentially in in the workplace, he could have talked to the kind of workers or employees or demographic that the topic would match, or he could kind of talk to their bosses, those trying to manage those in that demographic, right? And those were two different things, but that's where we started. So when all else fails, perhaps you can just start here to begin to position yourself and figure out what makes me, you know, what makes me different than just being another coach another consultant, another person who wants to be a speaker or even a trainer or a thought leader around a particular topic. Okay, so that's kind of, I would call that maybe step zero, right? That's that's not even step one. That's like, I have no idea. Okay, start with, you know, I seem to be able to help people the most and I get energized when I, again, fill in the blank with one of those just basic kind of activities about how it is you go about helping people. Okay, not what you help them with, but just just how. Step number one then for those that say, oh not, you know, I've got a little more clarity than that. Then begin with the process. When the process is most clear, this this is where you start and this happens a lot. Step one, it happens a lot when you're certified. Okay. When you have some sort of particular certification. Because the certification 
oftentimes in in getting certified in something, maybe that's a, we'll look at some examples. Maybe that's a, you know, a coaching certification or a consulting certification. And when you do that, you're often given a particular process, right? You're given a particular method. You're given a particular framework um, beyond just maybe some tools. It's like, here's how we approach this. In this, you know, certification program, this is what you're getting certified in. Only those in our certified program have access to this, you know, methodology, this process, this framework, this approach. So this is very often for, you know, a good place for you to start when you don't have clarity, but you you were usually, you know, usually it's you were either helped by or attracted to some sort of certification process. And oftentimes it's it's either someone that's also certified in that process or the leader, right? That you that you kind of attached yourself to, learned from him or her, and like, I want to go do what he or she did with me or for my business or the place I used to work even. Okay. So an example would be I just went and actually did a little search for, you know, like coaching certification programs, just a pretty broad, random search came, you know, glanced up at a blog article where someone was listing, hey, here's like, I don't know, it was like 15 or 20 different coaching certifications, uh, which right there again tells you this is why positioning is very, very important. So I just grabbed one of them that that would be an example of if you were certified in this coaching program, this would give you the process. This would answer the process question. So you would, you would at the very least come out of that certification program. Maybe you don't know who you want to do consulting with or coaching with, and maybe you're not sure exactly what products you would offer, but this is the way it would was described. It was, uh, it was titled, you know, Coaching for Personal and Professional Mastery with the Newfield Network. I'm not familiar with them at all. I'm just grabbing the, the copy that I saw there, the, the messaging. And the messaging was transform the way you see and are in the world through Newfield. That's the person's name. Newfield's ontological approach and learn how to coach others to do the same. OK, so if you go get certified with them, what I'm gathering is you're going to get a particular approach a particular process, this new field's ontological process or approach. So you would you would start there if you've been certified in something and you're like, hey, I've got my certification or I'm about to finish it up and I'm ready to start launching my business. How do I go about doing that? How do I position myself? Well, you can you can start there. Okay. Another example of where it might make sense to start here is Let's say you're certified like in StoryBrand or, uh, you know, with Donald Miller that was very big and now it's kind of transitioned to business made simple. So if you're a certified StoryBrand guide or if you're a certified business made simple coach, then right there's your process. You, as part of you being certified and becoming a guide or a certified coach with with them, then they've handed you a process. They said, this is the process you're going to use to go do business with others and and help them. Okay, if you have, you know, John Maxwell certification, there is access, you know, maybe more than not a singular approach, but there's a whole bunch of tools and resources 
and a particular approach that you can use and that only you can use. If I am a coach or a consultant and I'm not John Maxwell certified, I can't do the things that you can do. I've, I, I, don't have, I don't even have access to the same processes you were taught and given access to and trained in. Right. Or maybe it's like, you know, personality testing. You've been certified to give the disc or Myers-Briggs or, you know, there's a bunch of great resources out there that you could go get certified in to help discover, you know, workplace personalities. And if if that was it, like I, I went and got this certification in this personality profile, this workplace test, then that that gives you a particular process. Right. That's that's where you would start or even something like maybe you've heard of uh, like Toyota's Six Sigma. It's like their super lean manufacturing approach that they developed. And you can go become a Six Sigma black belt or a what they call a lean master, go through their lean master certification program. Okay, so again, if you do that, you you now have a particular process approach about how you're going to help. If it was Six Sigma or Lean, you know, maybe it's uh, how you're going to help other manufacturing companies or how you're going to help, you know, uh, leaders in a, in, a, in a corporate setting become more efficient or whatever. But you've been given a process. OK, so that's step one. Start with the process. If you're unclear on some others and in particular, if you you, you know, pursued some sort of certification or certificate in. A particular approach, coaching certification, consulting certifications, something like story brand or business made simple, or even like around personality. I'm certified to give this personality test and kind of go over the results and et cetera. Okay. Uh, But, but there's one other, uh, one other kind of person this might apply to. This may be a little more rare, particularly when you're starting out. Wouldn't be as rare if you've been at it a while. Or if you're pivoting into coaching, consulting, or speaking out of like a corporate background in the same kind of subject matter, but you could also have a specific approach that you've developed or a framework that you have developed. Usually this happens over time, but like I said, you might have developed this in some sort of corporate setting where you were working with or for a company or maybe even leading a company, and now you want to go help more companies do the same as a consultant using your particular approach. Okay. So one example might be, if you go back and listen to the early episodes of this podcast, I introduce a seven-part framework that I created that's called the Radical Empathy Brand Framework, or Rebrand for short. So that is a particular framework that I developed that's what I use on all of my coaching, uh, coaching calls, consultant calls, and client work. We're using that over and over. I've got a good friend. She's actually going to be on the podcast soon. We've already recorded her episode, so it'll be coming up fairly soon. Mary Valoni, she's a consultant. She developed, she helps nonprofits do fundraising, and she developed her own framework. It's called the you know Freedom Framework, and she built it around the word freedom. So that is her particular approach that she always uses when she's working with either individuals or nonprofit organizations who are trying to raise money. She uses her particular framework. So those are two examples of where you can begin to position yourself when you 
around the process first, when that's clearest first. Well, I know I'm certified in this, or I know I've created or developed my own kind of framework or specific approach to this, then start there if that's clearest to you. Because, for example, on my Radical Empathy Brand Framework, I use that across several different audiences or people. Okay, and I can I can do that. But if I started with the framework, then I might nail down, well, which group do I want? Because I can use it with all sorts of people on this podcast. It's focused on personal brands as, you know, and coaches, consultants and, and speakers, but I can use it other places. But the framework or a certification helps define the process for you and you can begin to pitch around there. Now, step two, then. Then if that's what's clearest to you, well, I'm, you know, a story brand guide or I am John Maxwell certified. Well, then then you work that out to the people you want to serve, right? You go answer the other two P's coming out of that. The people you want to serve and the product you want to offer or deliver. So let's walk through like we've done. Let's walk through a couple examples of what that might look like. So let's say the process is clearest to you and you say, hey, you know, I'm a story brand guy. And so your process, uh, an example would be, I want to teach the story brand framework, right? That's how I'm going to go do what I want to do. That's the clearest in your mind. Okay, now you want to answer the people question. Okay, Uh, so you might say, I want to teach the story brand framework. That's the process I'm going to use to small business owners. That's the people I'm going to go after. That's the people I'm going to serve and help with this. And then... Uh, another example might be, okay, I want to apply the DISC framework, right? I'm DISC certified. I want to fr- uh, apply the DISC framework, or maybe you're certified like three different personality profiles, the DISC, Strength Finder, and some Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or any, any of the other uh, you know, examples. That, let's, let's say you've gone and got three certifications in those. So you would say, I want to apply these three key personality profiles. Okay, great. That's the process you're going to use. Who are you going to go do that for? To parents with struggling teens, right? To parents with struggling teens. Or you might say, uh, the process to me is clear. I want to use that new field ontological coaching model. Okay, that's the example I gave earlier. Like I want to take the coaching ontological coaching model that I got certified in. Great. Who do you want to go help with that? What people? With millennials struggling to find a career, that's who I want to go use that with. Or one other example, you might say that the process that I've developed is this daily uh, daily habit building exercises that I use, just these little micro steps. So the process I use that's kind of unique to me is this daily habit building exercise. Great. Who Who do you want to go use that with? Well, I want to use that with professionals who want to grow in their creativity. Okay. And then like we said before, that starts with the process. Then you say, okay, answer the people question. And then you could answer the product question. So let's put a few of those examples together. Let's go back to the process. Okay. So if you said, again, I want to teach the story brand framework to who? Answer the people question. To small business owners. Okay. Around what product? What are you going to offer them through on-site workshops, right? That's, that's kind of the, that's what I'm going to go sell. I want to teach the story brand framework. That's my process to small business owners. That's the people through an on-site workshop. That's the product I'm going to sell. 
okay, what if we go back to that kind of, hey, I've been certified in the DISC personality test or whatever. I want to, so the process, I want to apply the DISC framework. Okay, who do you want to do that with? Two parents with struggling teens. Okay, and what product are you going to offer them? Through my five-week, you know, teen you, teen you online course. Let's say that's the name of your online course that you came up with. So I want to apply the DISC framework. That's the process. That's how I'm going to do it. People to the parents, uh, to parents with struggling teens. Okay. And what's the product? This five-week online course I call Teen U. Okay. Last two examples. Again, if you start with the process, I want to use the Newfield ontological coaching model, right? That I paid a lot of money for to get certified in. That's the process I'm going to use. Okay, and I'm going to do that with millennials struggling to find a career. That's the people I want to serve. And then the product I'm going to offer them is through my one on one coaching program. Again, maybe you give that, you know, a name. So it's the coaching program that you develop around. That's the product. Last example was we said if your process uh, is I use daily habit building exercises. Okay, for what people? For professionals who want to grow in their creativity, okay, and what product do you deliver that through? Through my 30-day creativity cohorts or, you know, private art and design tutoring that I offer. So, again, those are examples of how you start with the process, then you move to people and product. If the process is most clear to you, which often it is if you've been certified in something or if you've kind of created your own framework, then you can work your way out and really begin to position yourself with far more clarity so that the people you can really help know quickly and clearly that you can help them and, and they know what to pay you for. Like they know what product you're offering. Okay, unlike the other two though, let me give, a, we're gonna close this with just a couple of warnings about what happens when you position around process? It can be a little more challenging, or maybe it just takes a little more forethought uh, on your end. Uh, so I want to give you just a couple of warnings. When you, when you position around process first, or you make that like a major part of your positioning, and that process is around a certification like we just talked about, or even a process or framework that you've developed, then you've got to remember it's very likely that there's a large group of potential customers that would be your customers and, you know, pay you. It's, it's highly likely there's a large group of them that don't know about or maybe even don't care about your certification. So in other words, if you're John Maxwell, Certified. There is a whole group of people you could help that have no idea who John Maxwell is. That, in other words, when you say I'm John Maxwell certified, you get that blank look back because they're like, okay, I don't know who that is. Good for you. Okay. So there's a large group of people out there that are potential customers, like I said, who probably don't know about. And sometimes maybe they've heard of, you know, your certification program. They're, they're vaguely familiar with it, but they don't really care. Like, they're not on the lookout for a John Maxwell certified coach. Now, there would be some who are, but you just need to know if you're going to, like, put a stake in the ground and really position yourself as a certified, you know, story brand certified guide. Well, there's a whole group of businesses out there that 
believe it or not, still haven't heard of StoryBrand or maybe they've heard about it, but you know, they're, they're not on the lookout for someone to help them with that. Not to mention there's lots of other, you know, John Maxwell certified coaches, uh, StoryBrand guides, business made simple coaches. So you're, you would already want to position yourself different than the others in your same camp. But just remember, there's a whole group of people out there who probably are completely unfamiliar with your certification, you know, the name attached to your certification. And the second thing, the second kind of warning, so just remember that the second warning that goes with that is when you start with, are you really emphasize the process, again, it, that that you're building your positioning around? When you start with or really kind of overemphasize, really push it up front, the process you use, and that, again, that can be a certification, that can be a framework, you know, it's that's kind of your unique approach. When you, when you push that big time and, and push that in front of potential customers or in front of your audience, then you've, you've got to kind of address what I call if this is the process piece, maybe process passivity on the part of your audience. And that is they're just passive because it's in, in, uh, in regards to your particular process. It is very common. So this is important. Pay attention to this. It's very common for your audience or your customer to really actually not care about how you do what you do. Maybe after they like pay you, but when they're on the lookout for a solution to their problem, uh, a solution to their pain for someone that can help them secure the possibility they cannot secure, like we've talked about in the Radical Empathy Brand Framework, when they're on the lookout, when, it, when they're in that state, right, where they're considering uh, putting money and time and resources to solving that, then it's very common for them to not really care about how. That's Right. It's like, again, if you have a massive toothache and you chipped your tooth, you're not calling different dentist office to talk about how they anesthetize and what their approach is to dealing with your cracked tooth. It's like this hurts like crazy. Can you get me in and take care of this now? OK, so just remember when you push that process and really emphasize that in, in your positioning, it's common for your audience or your customer to not care about the how piece yet nearly as much as you do. And therefore, you know, it can kind of be a little bit like two ships passing in the night with your positioning. So you think you're doing this great job of setting yourself apart and positioning around this cool framework that you've developed or the certification program that you paid a lot of money for. And your audience or your customer or potential audience and customer, they, they just don't care. They have no idea how much money you spent to be a story brand certified guide or a business made simple coach or a new field ontological coach. They, most of them probably don't know. They don't care about that approach, right? What they, what they are more concerned about is, hey, can you help? Can you fix this, solve this? make this possible. Okay. They're far more concerned if you can, than how. Okay. Let me give one last illustration from my friend, Mary Valoni that I mentioned earlier. Again, she was, she's a consultant. She works with nonprofits, organizations, and individuals to help them raise support 
to help them raise donations. And she's got her freedom framework that she developed. And so if Mary walked around just waving her freedom framework as the thing that sets her apart and kind of like what's most important about what she does, there would be lots of nonprofits that have no idea what that framework is yet and therefore wouldn't care. What they want to know when they're kind of checking out her and what she can do, they want to know if she can help them raise more money, right? They don't, if it's the freedom framework, the liberate framework, the show me the money framework, like they don't, they don't care. It's just, can you help us raise money? Again, certainly, you know, in an ethical way and they'll, they'll care about that, but they're not taking a deep dive into your particular process about how you do it. If you're a process person, you care deeply about that. Just remember, again, this goes back to our radical empathy brand framework. You have to have a radical empathy for the customer or audience you're trying to serve and understand, man, this is really important to me. And and if I can show them, they'll understand and it will become really important to them. But at this point, it's not important to them. So I'm not going to, you know, waste their time, confuse them, even even kind of potentially kind of bring them harm by talking about something that that is they don't care about that's not helpful for them. We've all been there when somebody's talking about, dude, you're just rambling on and this is not helpful for me. This is not that's not even the question that I asked, okay? So just know that when you're thinking about positioning yourself around the process that you use. It is helpful, it is useful, you can use it, but when you major on it, and it's around some sort of certification or framework in particular, just know there's a few challenges you need to keep in mind. Okay, that's it for this episode. This one is a little bit longer because there's a few more challenges and obstacles to consider. But I hope that you're starting to see how these three would work together. To position your business, you're going to have to consider the people you want clarity around, the people you're going to serve, the product you're going to offer, and the process you're going to use. If the process is most most clear in your mind, then you can begin there and kind of work backwards to the people you want to use that process with and the product you want to offer, kind of like the delivery vehicle you're going to offer that process through and that they will that they will pay you for. On the last episode, I mentioned there's going to, I'm going to share a worksheet with you. I said I was going to share it on this episode. I'm going to wait one more because it's going to tie in perfectly with the next episode where we take a look at, okay, so if the if that process piece, which is important, but if, if uh, that leaves them going, I don't really care about how you do it. I just want to know if you can help. Uh, how do you, how do you keep the process piece in there in your positioning and actually make it something that the customer does care about, right? So they go from, I don't really care about how, to, oh, now I'm very interested in how you're going to do it. How do you really elevate that piece? So so all three of those are strong for you. The people you're going to serve, the product you're going to offer, and the process that you use. So jump in the next episode. I'll give you that uh, worksheet with that episode, and we'll talk about what do you do when that process piece is important to you, but to your audience or to, to your customer, you know, it's not that important. How do you make it important? 
Join me on the next episode and we'll take a look at that. In the meantime, I will put a link in the uh, show notes to that article that I mentioned where I saw the coaching. If you just wanted to glance through there or figure out what ontological uh, coaching is, you can go check that out. There is a link to the uh, resource that I've mentioned in the past couple of episodes for ways to make a great first impression with your website. That's a great little cheat, uh, cheat, cheat. So make sure you go grab that. That's free. Also, if you have a question about how to position your personal brand, then uh, check the show notes. You can go to RobbieF.com forward slash question and you can submit your question and we will try to get that answered on the podcast. So make sure you take advantage of that. I want to help however I can help. And until next time, go and build a life-giving brand.